You are listening to Retire Texas Style, the podcast. We appreciate you joining us. More than half Americans, 51%, have less than three months' worth of expenses saved in an emergency fund. And if I'm honest with you, Steve, I think I'm part of that 51%. I, I, don't, I don't have as much savings because at the end of the day, listen, I'm fighting inflation just like everybody else. My paycheck's not getting bigger. And now you want me to put more money away? And I know you hear this conversation every day. Well, Jess, with a baby that's just getting ready to be one years old, I understand that. You know, Jess, I remember back when Hillary and Hayden, I'd go to the grocery store to buy formula and to buy diapers and stuff. And I mean, I remember what it was like. It's so expensive. It's kind of a lonely purchase. I mean, nobody else is over there in the diaper aisle or the formula aisle talking about how expensive it is. But Jess, it's one of the most expensive periods of your life. It really is. And then all of a sudden, the deductibles for the doctor and the co-pays, all of that. And then, you know, child care is so expensive. And then they're outgrowing clothes. And, I mean, <laughs> I there's know no it. place to stop. That's so what I'm start saying. and stop. And I, I really think that that's one of the toughest times of life. And there's really not a good time to have a baby. I have to be honest with you about that. Well, listen, I have a soon-to-be one-year-old, and you're right about that. There's always something going on. People tell you before you have kids, you never know how expensive it is, but as that is the truth. There's always something going on. There's always something I need to buy. So, look, I'm one of those folks that I'm trying to kind of count the senses I can, put that emergency fund together, and then, oh, yeah, by the way, contribute to my retirement accounts. I know you listening can identify with this as well. It's been a, couple, a tough couple years for all of us with COVID, et cetera. Maybe you've lost your job, changed jobs, your financial situation has changed. Don't feel like just because you've had these kind of a snowball effect of, of something after another that it's too late for you. You know, one of the things that we've talked a lot about is your W-2 and how much money you made. And as we talk about that emergency fund, I think one of the strongest things at our firm is Derek Caldwell, our chief operating officer, is so great at helping clients with expenses. We have a lot of clients. I can't, I, you would be surprised at how many people go in to their 401k and take money out to pay off Christmas, to take money out to pay off a credit card, to take money to pay off for a debt. And I mean, so a lot of times they're taking the money plus what you need, 22, 28, 32% in taxes, plus that 10% penalty because you're under 59 and a half. And you know, one of the things we can really help people do is understand that pay as you go and really not be on a budget, but look at the numbers because the numbers never lie. And look at the sectors. I spent X amount of dollars over the last quarter eating out. I spent X amount of dollars shopping for clothes for this. I mean, I, I really think it's interesting when you look not at the single purchases, not at them on a monthly basis, but look at the trend because the trend of expenses is what gets you every time, Jess. Talking about taxes and just planning for your retirement in general, The Motley Fool says that there is no single right way to plan for retirement, but there's plenty of wrong ways out there. One of them is forgetting how taxes are going to affect your post-career income. So, Steve, we are in tax season right now. Why are taxes so important, and why are they a part of our retirement planning? Well, I think it's important to think about it. You know, 
taxes are accounting for people that do not account for taxes. They could cause you to withdraw more than you should from your retirement fund each and every year. It also would result in running out of money sooner than you anticipated. I think that's a huge problem. You know, if you expect to spend more money annually in retirement than you do now, you may push yourself into a higher tax bracket, and then Uncle Sam is going to get more of your money than you ever anticipated. I think that's a really, really interesting thing. You know, one of the things we talk a lot on the show is how to do a Roth conversion and then hopefully keep your Social Security from being taxable. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said. People are going, my Social Security is taxable? Yeah, what? Absolutely. I mean, I would say, Jess, at least twice a month, people come in to see me as we're talking about their 401k and their Social Security. They're going, wait a minute. They say, you know, I'm going to get $2,300 a month each and every month for my Social Security. Why don't you deduct a fourth of that for taxes and they're like what what people don't realize that 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 money is taxable and it's an equation and it's really important to take that into consideration you know it's just it's what you have after taxes and fees and i think this is a great time to really do a snapshot with us when we're doing that review and say if i retired today how much money would i have if I retired five years from now, how much money would I have? If I retired in your, you know, younger in 10 years, how much money would I have? And I think doing that is important. You know, we were also talking about expenses earlier, and I see so many people, Jess, that are in the sandwich generation. They're taking care of their parents, and they're also taking care of their kids and their grandkids at the same time. And they spend so much money on both parts. You know, they're going by and picking up things for their parents, and it really adds up. And then they're helping out with the grandkids, and while they have them, they're going to go buy all new clothes for them. And, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to take this vacation and take the grandkids on a trip. Oh, and we don't have an emergency money or a travel fund for that. And I think all of those things just, you know, really hit you hard. Um, two weeks ago, we were sitting down with one of our favorite clients, and and they kept on not being able to figure out why they were running out of money. And when we had their spouse, who kind of the quiet one, the know-it-all, kind of pull out a list of how much money they had spent on their grandkids, it was really eye-opening. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's, you know, I mean, taking them out to eat, that's great. It's wonderful to do that. But it's, you know, it's expensive. You know, uh, help them pay for half their child care. You know, uh, they have a, tr- a trip planned to Disney World. All of those things cost. Yes, they're important, but if we could plan for those with a travel fund, Jess, it's really going to help make that retirement that you've always dreamed of. Thanks so much for joining us for Retire Texas Style, the podcast. Get more details on the website, retiretexasstyle.com. Boyle Financial Group is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Bonus annuities may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, or other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that don't offer a premium bonus feature. Read your contract for restrictions, limitations, or penalties. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Hoyle Financial Group. Texas Insurance License Number 1719183.